0: Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present a mountain of Zen. This Earth Week you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus, Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.
1: Welcome to the Powercat podcast. Gopowercat.com's Kansas State Athletics Show. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, from the GPC studios, here's your host, Go Power Cat publisher, Tim Fitzgerald.
2: Welcome to the overtime. Let's
0: insert something fun right here.
2: I have no idea what I put there. No idea. Might have been like a fart sound. I'm not sure.
0: Let's just get Daphne on the mic. No. Oh. Yeah, no, she's farty. Speaking of so farty, are you. Tim
2: Fitzgerald, Ryan Gilbert, Cole Carmody. No, Zach, this week, he's watching cars go fast and slow and turn and go straight. And he's watching a little Formula One in Miami. Ricky Bobby,
1: I have come here to defeat you. Well, welcome to America, amigo. <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
2: You are fast, Ricky Bobby. But I
1: am faster. All right, you let go of me, you Formula One jazz Nutjob! job. Like the frightened baby chipmunk. You are scared by anything that is different. I will let you go, Ricky. But first, I want you to say, <laughs> I love
2: crepes. Don't you say it, Ricky. These colors don't run. I'm not going to say it. Good. Probably listening to a Post Malone concert for the second time. <laughs> so th- the great thing about Zach, among his many great qualities, is he's never been to a concert. I have no idea how this is possible. It's not like he
1: doesn't enjoy music. He's just never been to a concert. I don't think he enjoys music. You been on a road trip with him in his car? He's got hits one on volume two. I don't oh, think that's Z- the weird
0: thing. He, he listens to music like... I don't think Zach enjoys fun sometimes.
1: <laughs> but uh, last time... Zach, if time, you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm not... Last time I he was in Miami, yeah.
2: <laughs> Post Malone was having a concert, and he could kind of see him and hear him from where he was at. He wasn't actually at the concert. I don't know how it worked, but he was pseudo at a concert, but he wasn't really at the concert. So I don't know who they're going to have. I have no idea, but Rick I hope Ross. Zach has fun. You know, if Rick Ross, you're going to go. <laughs> has fun down in Miami and meets a... Uh, a beautiful uh, Cuban woman and gets married and, and lives in Miami so I can go visit. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a just a big,
1: hairy, American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last.
0: Is Zach getting more sunburnt or more tan? Zach tans up pretty good, I think. He is just it, can't take his hat off.
2: No, golf. he's got the golf tan. You hear that, ladies? Oh, yeah. You know what that means. He's got, like, lines to tell you where you shouldn't be. (laughs) No, you certainly cannot. (laughs) Oh, God. Where you should be is at Taco Lucha? Yes. And so long, Saloon. Lucha and Saloon are back sponsoring this thoughtful, in-depth, heartfelt podcast known as The Overtime. You ask us anything, we will answer within... Reason and a few uh,
0: questions didn't make the cut. Let me just say, it was a little bit too far. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're not going to talk about our sex lives
2: because that'd be dead air. locker room Uh, talking. Yeah, and uh, I'm not going to talk about other topics. You know, I'll talk about a lot of stuff, but uh, yeah, anyhow, uh, ask us anything, uh, we'll see what we want to answer. And that's how it works around here. And then I put a middle in it so we can have a an ad in the middle. And I put in lots of sound effects to to make it better. I don't know if it helps. Speak humans. Speak humans. Yeah, we haven't even had the talking seals on the main podcast now for about four years. And yet they still have the break. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe this is the week I'll switch to uh, something different. You know what we could use. Maybe this is what I put in at the start of the show. Screaming goats. Oh, I love them. Here we go. It's your questions from Wild Bass Station for the overtime. I hope it's good. I don't want to talk about concession food. And the advantage here is without Zach, we're not going to talk about concession food, golf, or Formula One. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cole, Correct. Take it away
0: from John Queefald. What? <laughs> yes, yeah. he asked the question. Welcome back. Welcome. You have to pick a former or current K State coach to adopt your kids slash Daphne and Dude. Who are you picking? Frank. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how scared Daphne would be of Frank?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Come here. Um, I think Bob Huggins would be a good choice. I'm
0: not going to pick a coach. I'm going to pick Daniel Green because Daphne freaking loved him. It was player or coach? It can be. It says former or current K-State coach. But Yeah, we can do player Okay, Fitz, just... Whatever you want to do. No,
1: it's B- going to be rules, Daniel. But it's true. I've got to be Zach out here and keep yeah. the rules in check. Okay, thank you.
2: Yeah, so when we had the NIL event, <clears throat> um, when we had the three guys come in and do podcast reads, they came right into this room, and Daphne is scared of everyone. Daphne was abused as a pup, both physically and, and, and verbally, and she's just very not trusting of men, particularly. And yet that day with these giant human beings— Felix, Cooper, and Daniel coming in here, three giant dudes. She wasn't that disturbed by it. And the last person to arrive was Daniel. He sat in the chair right now that, that um, what's your name again? Gills. Gills is in. But it was backed up towards the wall. And she just walked up to Daniel and sat and looked at him like, hi, I'm Daphne. It was the damnedest thing. We're recording, I think, with Felix at the time. And Zach's back on the couch. So I'm looking at him. And we're both like, what the? F- what is going on here? Yeah. She loved Daniel Green. She's so happy he's back. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's who I'd pick.
0: I think Jerome Tang, If I had, if I did have theoretically had kids, who would I choose to adopt them? It would be Jerome Tang. Yeah. Like I know that's not a funny answer. It's just serious He's answer.
1: A great, great father.
0: Yes, that would be who I would choose, and that would be my answer. Van Malone might be up there too because I think kids learning the value
2: of humor is mm-hmm. uh, pretty important in their being adjusted in society.
0: Who would? You, okay, so let's reverse this. Who would you have that you would not want your kids or dogs to be adopted by former, probably former coaches? I would imagine we'll stick with this one. Oh, I don't know about that one that's my answer yeah i i'm not
2: gonna say i'm just can
0: we just can we bag on ron prince oh yeah ron prince would
2: kick a dog there's no doubt in my mind he'd kick a dog yeah we'll just go with that we will be safe there fair enough i i don't know i I, there's not many people i trust with uh my doggos but uh
0: yeah there's a
2: trust me I would I'd have. Yes, you have. That so, I've slept with your dog before. So funny. Gill <laughs> stayed over one one time when we were out of town and Daphne likes to sleep on the bed with her humans. And so he was down here in the guest bedroom and Daphne hopped up on the bed to sleep with Gill's and when he sat up in the night, she barked at him. <laughs> and ran away. <laughs> and ran away. That's what I'm dealing with every day. She's she's in that job. She is a sweet dog. She's very sweet. And dude is the best. Dude's just Mr. Outgoing, but he's a poop head. Dude, dude could live with anyone. Dude. Dude is now his new thing is he goes into the bathroom, and if the roll of toilet paper is like sitting by the toilet or something, he just steals it. He steals it. There's We currently have part of a roll out in the backyard that he stole mm-hmm. one day when I was down here recording all my DDs that are running in uh, right now with the, the Big 12 preview. I got upstairs and realized, dude stole the toilet paper out of master bath. little poop
0: head. Literally. Next question comes from T. conman 8 This is an important question. Okay, good. What will Aggieville look like after the current projects are complete? I know there's a lot of concern about small business longevity. Yep. I'm very concerned about it.
1: <clears throat> you know, I was just it's reading- never going to be complete. It literally is never ending. Well, everything
0: in the main, in the front of Aggieville right now is done. And, it, and I will say. It looks really good. Well, I think
2: the master plan is to tear it all up, like they've done to the area on 12th Street in front of Lucha mm-hmm. and, and Saloon, um, and then I I assume that the new area entering Aggieville, uh, Aggieville, welcome to, is done the same way. I mean, that's the idea they wanted. They they want the whatever they are that the big posts that come out of the ground that block traffic. They want those everywhere, and and the new. Project has been delayed because an investor backed out, but it'll get going again. That's the parking lot that they tore up. Yeah, right? they tore it. Luckily, they opened the street back up. But yeah, they that's going to kind of cut off Aggieville in a way there. And I think it'll be cool. The problem is, is those projects, when you have business underneath housing, usually the rent rates mean franchises. You just, local businesses can't afford them. And if the parking situation escalates, improves, I should say, improves so much that franchises can look at locations on Morrow and say, yeah, we now have enough parking spaces within so many feet of our front door. And I think they're going to put a parking garage at the Eastern edge of Aggieville too. And that lot, then we're going to see more places flip to franchise. And I don't think that's what any of us want. I mean, a little, little bit's okay. I mean, we've got wild wings and we've had a subway that finally went under and other things, but there's a gym, a, um, a uh, Jim John, Jimmy John's, yep. Uh, there's, I mean, Wingstop's technically a franchise. You know, it's area-owned. Yeah. Um,
1: but Wingstop's got the K-State ties. We can't right. crap on Wingstop here. Right. No. I know.
2: <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, I, I don't want the spirit of Aggieville and local-owned. I know these people. This isn't some theoretical local ownership type thing. I These are my friends from being in Aggieville for so long. Uh, and they're young Well, aging entrepreneurs uh, that uh, create lots of jobs, particularly jobs for students. And the money stays local. And I think that's important. So I hope we never lose that spirit in Aggieville. Hope we never lose it downtown. Hope we never lose it as a community. And people continue to support these local businesses.
1: As long as Ryan Gilbert's bartending in Aggieville. you got to go for that. It's a show. Aggieville is
2: not going anywhere. He is the finest flair bartender Aggieville's ever seen. And by flair, I mean he simply pours drinks.
0: That's really not. A have road. you seen the front of the new, have you like driven on that street? No. It's pretty cool. And they also made it two way, I believe. So not, not the road. They, they made it two way on the road. Like when you leave Chipotle as a, instead of having to go and turn, you have to, instead of being right, you can go either way. Yeah, now, You can I'm go sure. either way and you can go left or you can go right. As opposed to the last time it was a one way, last hmm. time it was a one way. So when you come through that stop stop sign, like say you turn right and you're coming and you drive in front of um, McCool's and the new smoke shop, whatever. Mm-hmm. And That's
1: where Cole goes every day. Yeah,
0: hangs out and the and the, and the uh, donuts. Um, if you go straight, there could be somebody coming <coughs> the other way too. I'm lost? I'm okay, but we're good. Does that make sense?
1: The bike lanes are kind of goofy looking. Yeah,
0: there's bike lanes, which I don't understand either,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. I also don't understand why they just asphalted the half of the road in Aggieville and they didn't (laughs) touch the parking. They didn't touch the parking. They just did the main. It was just a half-ass. It looks terrible. That that part looks bad, I will say. That part Uh, looks really bad. Well,
2: well, I think they're reluctant to do anything because eventually if they can add another garage and have more equitable parking for both ends of Aggieville – I, mean, I think there is interest in making a walking district out of it, and I think it'd be cool. It would be really cool. And then at that point, you redo that. You know, that just becomes an emergency lane down the middle, and then you expand out over the curbs for, you know, storefront walking for pedestrians and then storefront seating areas probably.
0: I'm going to be honest. I think city park needs to be the next thing that they need to redo because that area right now makes Aggieville—it's not good— all the parking that is parking in City Park is for the fraternity house that's right across the street. No one goes to City Park. It's run down. They need to find a way to do something with that before they can fix whatever's going on in Nagie. That is an easy project to do. That is an easy clean it up, make it look a little bit nicer, and then go on.
2: And I'm just gonna say this some of the people that live around City Park act like it's Central Park in New York. It's sacred ground. Yeah. It's just it's no. I mean, it's got a nice swimming pool. It needs more parking. And and I uh, there we go. I mean, it's good for everyone to have more accessibility to the pool and anything else they might want to put in the park. But continue
1: to have walking areas and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm
2: all in, but we need to make the whole park functional.
1: Mm-hmm. Fitz, you, you would know this answer. Is there any chance that Aggieville can be... I order a beer at So Long or whatever, and I can go walk to interesting the bookstore. Yeah, that just once it goes all pedestrian. That's been a Kansas problem.
2: Okay, Um, yeah, that'd be so cool though. And they just addressed it. Um, So they've changed the rules for open containers and and moving from spot to spot in the state. The biggest obstacle to that is RCPD. Reach for the sky, dirtbag. It always was when we Mm -hmm. you could do it for special events, and they just always opposed it. They didn't want it, Hmm. and. uh, now, basically, their argument is, well, if we find a minor with a beer, we don't know who who to charge. Charge uh, the miner who's got it in if, his hands. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, you know, in some ways, if, if a 21-year-old walks out my door with a beer perfectly legally and then hands it to someone else, I can't be held accountable for right. that. Now, I don't know why this is confusing. So we need that. And we certainly need it
1: on special events what, so Takalucha, you have like hundreds of people there on a game day weekend. Everybody has to be forced in Into those corrals. corrals. If they could just kind of wander up by Tanners or whatever, it would be so much
2: easier. Yep, that's been a state of Kansas and Manhattan thing. you got to be in a corral. It's just stupid. <laughs> this, yeah. this state and drinking so laws, um, you know, don't start me on THC laws, uh, it, it just so backwards thinking uh, about all these things and always have been from prohibition on. I mean, the liquor by the drink stuff lasted into the 70s left over from Prohibition. Yeah, it's just unbelievable.
1: Man,
0: needs Brett Yormark. Yeah, they there's do. a lot to be said about that. Very good. Next question comes from Jay Bolin, PSU. He says, a certain former employee likes sports teams from Kansas, North Carolina, Texas, and now Florida. Are fans <laughs> like this automatically considered bandwagoners, and why is the answer Yes. I missed
2: something here. What did we got? Was
0: it? I missed something of this question. Rhymes with flyleaf plates. Oh, a certain former employee likes sports teams from Kansas, North Carolina, Texas, and now Florida. The yeah. Florida Panthers, NHL. Cowboys from Dallas, Texas. Knicks. Um, Knicks or Oh yeah, from New York. North Knicks, Car- North Carolina is Duke, Duke right? right. Yeah. Kansas State.
2: K State. <sighs> I, I I don't uh, none of us can explain his fandom.
0: We love him. He's going to have a great wedding. A no. current a current employee likes a sports team from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Are they automatically considered a bandwagoner? Am I mm, for the for the Steelers? You are. Well,
1: the Steelers were dog. Sorry, Daphne, I didn't mean to. They were garbage when I. They don't have to be good to be a to be bandwagon.
2: A no, you. You you just hopped on the garbage truck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're riding around with the garbage truck. But at least I've you know I've gone to a couple of Steelers games over the last cool. couple of years, and so I really have embraced being a.
0: You've been to West Virginia too. So West you're Virginia, really, yeah. North
1: Carolina. Yep. Me and Cole went to the Chiefs game when, mm-hmm. when Pittsburgh played there. So.
0: But you're still a bandwagoner
1: because you. Uh, they, but they're not by definition. They, they were not good when I when I switched.
0: I don't think that means like like I like. The Royals, I like but Pickles I was cat. I was born a Royals fan. Here's what's
2: fascinating about uh Schmiley Schmitz's uh fandom <laughs> is um he doesn't necessarily pick good I mean you see why he picks the Cowboys and Duke, but the Knicks and the Florida Panthers, who suddenly are good apparently <laughs> I don't understand it. It's the uh, it rubs off on those teams when they know Riley Gates is rooting for them. I have literally tried to adopt another team. Like I'm I can't gonna do it. I'm gonna be the Nuggets and um, the Golden Knights as fans, and I just can't do it. I'm a Chiefs and Royals guy, and if the Royals move to Nashville or Orlando, I won't be a Royals fan anymore. Uh, you know, it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. I, I just I'm kind of a hometown type of guy.
0: I cannot imagine not having a professional sports team to root for. Like if I lived in Iowa, like what It'd the be hell weird. what the hell is there to do in Iowa? Like Ben Sennett, we had him in the media room when he was talking about it. He's like, Yeah, we didn't really watch professional sports. Like, oh my god, I could not I could not even imagine. Yep, I agree. What
2: are you doing over there? Quit making noise. Quit. No, don't throw stuff at me.
1: The humans will be back with more of the overtime podcast. Welcome back to the overtime. Speak humans.
0: The next question comes God. from Snyder's headset. This is a new name, too. I don't know if no, had yeah, we had
2: them. Yeah. 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 Uh,
0: name your favorite and least favorite non K State players from the Big 12 this year. Deal of choice on whether this is football, basketball, or both. Favorite and non favorite non K State players. Uh,
1: so I didn't catch this at West Virginia basketball because I was there, but apparently yeah, Stevenson. Was, Stevenson was being a kind of a douche. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't catch it, but I feel like that he might a be the least
0: answer. he might be the least favorite. Yeah. Honestly, Austin Potter. I guess he's not technically in the Big Twelve anymore, but Stevenson though that got just like and it's surprising because he played for Frank. Like I would not think that this was a guy. Yeah, he played for Frank. That's how we went to, got to West Virginia. He was at South Carolina, hmm. and then I didn't know that. Yep, hmm. that's that connection there. But he was just a total jackwagon. Like, <laughs> like I, I, every single game he played, it seemed like he got. He got into to some kind of tizzle. Tizzle, tizzle. I like that word. I don't know what that is. Tizzle. It's like a tussle. Before Eddie Lampkin got last kicked time out. Less a tussle.
1: It's a tussle? Cole used to love Eddie Lampkin. Yes, he and was my guy. South,
0: and then when he started like I'm with you, yelling at K State, that's when I was like, he that kid went off the rails. Yeah, yeah, but last year that was my guy. That was the guy who I really liked. But I, so I don't know. I don't have necessarily have a favorite. If I'm being honest.
2: I, I'm just impressed with with what Marquise became. The turnaround, personal and and as a player, he had mm-hmm. um, made it a pretty, really amazing story. What happened in New York?
1: I found it a lot easier to cheer for Baylor overall, with just what Jerome. Better understanding of what absolutely what's gone there, yeah.
2: and, and and Coach Drew. Yeah, I I find this to be happening to me. I'm much more welcoming to the. Uh, Big 12 teams that remain from the original Big 12, hmm. Kansas and Iowa State mm-hmm. and Oklahoma State. Um, I have a little tolerance for Oklahoma and Texas right now, and just less connection to West Virginia and TCU. Um, I mean TCUs just TCU's an oddity in this conference. It's not just a religious school, it's a high end um, trust fund school. They, 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 someone did uh all of the Big twelve schools with their NFL team, and I cracked up because TCU's was the Chargers.
0: It's so <laughs> it was in Southern California. I'm like, that right. makes a lot of sense. So who's your least favorite coach? Because I think coaches, it's a little bit more applicable. It's really hard for me to say I have a favorite football player and a favorite basketball player and a favorite non favorite football player, but I definitely have an answer for a coach here. Is this just Big Twelve or who K State played? Big twelve. Okay.
1: Yeah. I was gonna say Drickwitz, but
0: yeah. On um, the big 12. I was going to say Sonny Dykes as my least favorite big 12 coach. Well, yeah, I'll buy into that. I just, I just get like the vibes. It's just like, I don't think they're going to be good next year. I think he, he kind of coasted off of what Gary Patterson had. Gary Patterson just didn't kind of forgot how to coach in the end. I do not like Sonny Dykes and the attitudes that he had on the sideline. I just, I don't know that that's my answer for my if least not. If none.
2: I go sidelines, Matt Campbell.
0: Oh, true. What, what are you doing, man? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, it, Every game, it seems like he loses his mind to the point where he, he forgets to coach the next play and they screw something up. Uh, and I've been criticized from Iowa State fans for pointing that out. And I'm like, that's your problem. Mm-hmm. Not criticizing me didn't solve the problem, but he does that. He loses his mind over a call, and then he's worthless for the next couple of plays, and usually it empties the possession out. Um, I'll just stick with Iowa State. I, TJ, I, no. Oh, yeah. No. That's another one. I mean the whole flex my bicep and point oh, thing. Yeah. This is creepy. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear a medium shirt all the time.
0: It's, I also am not a Jamie Dixon fan. Yeah. From the interactions we had with him in like media and stuff, I'm yeah. just like I just again, it's a TCU thing. I guess right. I don't know. He's it's, a TCU alum. Yeah, very yeah, not Texas culture at all. No, he's just yeah right. yeah no. No, thank you. From Big Sam, can you name any one band or performer that you absolutely hated at a time when you, when your social slash set crowd absolutely loved them? Why did you have such hate in your heart?
1: Uh, no. I mean, no. I don't get it.
2: Is a band someone like a, maybe a rapper that everyone yes. else likes that you hate?
1: That would just be any okay. rapper with Ryan Gilbert. Uh, no. I love Rick Ross. How about uh, Lil Baby? That lowdown song is the worst song I've <laughs> ever heard in my life. What's
2: amazing is the section that they use is pretty cool and then you listen to the whole song and go, huh. Yeah. Huh. It gets a little repetitive. I'm on TikTok and one of my favorite people I follow on TikTok was doing the little baby stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, This is my world colliding. <laughs> you know, this is random TikTok person in a faraway place doing the little baby stuff off of the team I cover. Um no. I, I think I've done the opposite. I was a big U2 fan in college, and now I just don't like their stuff. Hmm, you're I an was, old man now. I know. I I wasn't necessarily a Beatles fan in college. I kind of liked it, but now I'm much more so. Um, certainly country music I wasn't into in college, but it's so different now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess the— the guy that I hated when I got into country music, particularly Red Dirt, was Wade Bowen, which you guys don't know who that is. Uh, but I saw him in concert in Aggieville. at um, had Longhorns or whatever it was down there. Um, and I was just filled with this urge to walk up and punch him. He just annoyed the <laughs> hell out of me. So the way you feel every time you see me? Yeah, much like that. Um, and so I left.
0: And now he's got some music out that I really genuinely love. And so I'm like wrestling with that so one person that i actually went my first concert was chance the rapper um, from chicago and he was very popular around 2013 2014 2015 that time period i really liked chance the rapper and now like i can't even listen to the songs i like because i'm like this is terrible like i don't understand why he was popular he hasn't put out good music literally since then so it's like it's the same songs that i really liked i listen to now and i'm like It's just like not the kind – like what? Like no. Uh, Another person I did not like when I was in high school uh, was J. Cole, and I really am a big J. Cole fan right now. It's just just strange how like – how time evolves and and your music tastes change. Like I didn't listen to any country music at all. I was against country music. I thought it was terrible. And maybe that's because even seven years ago, like country music was not as good as it is right now. But like I've really – really, really gotten into, to like Morgan Wallen and some of this mainstream country. And maybe that's just me being mainstream, but like, I don't know. I just think it's, it's just a different change than what I normally listen to. So like my music change has tastes throughout the years, but yeah, there's definitely some people where I'm like, all my friends like this person. And I'm like, oh, this is my answer right now would
2: be Morgan Wallen. And there, I, I listen to his music. I'm like, there's no reason for me not to like this, but I'm just not into it.
0: It's just so catchy. Like that's just what it's, it's just, it's addictive because it's so catchy.
2: Yeah. I'm just not into him for some reason. And I've really pivoted hard to Texas slash Red Dirt country, which is a whole nother genre. I argue it's the Western part of country Western that was lopped off at one point and just became Southern based country music. And um, I enjoy
0: the Western part of it a lot more. I still cannot get over the fact that you don't like Lil Baby.
1: Uh-uh. I want to ask you, what is your opinion of Rick Ross, g and Tyga? Has it changed at all over the last two years living with me and me constantly playing those three rappers? A, Rick Ross.
0: Yes, 100%. Like, I had always, like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, Rick Ross huh. is cool. But now, like, I actually listen to Rick Ross's songs and I'm like, hey, I can appreciate him because I'm a big Drake fan and Rick Ross has a lot of collabs with Drake. And so it's like, oh, hey. So I've, been, I've appreciated Rick Ross. Tyga, I still think is absolute. Sorry, Daphne. Um, she, she perked up on that. I know. What? And and G I actually I'm gonna be completely honest with you, Ryan. I actually did not mind G but the more that you listen to him, the more I hate him now. <laughs> So yeah, there you go, Big Sam. That's that's the answer to your question <laughs> from from King Jim seventy seven. All the mascots of the Power Five conferences gang up for a battle royale against each other, think Anchorman style. Mm. Which conference emerges victorious? Oh, Didn't that- we have like this kind, kind of? I think this was inspired from last okay. week's
1: question. Well, Wildcats are going to win because there's
0: so many of them, right? Well, I think it's like conferences going up against each other. So it's not just like I mean, okay. SEC's got
2: multiple tigers, Gators. They've got Gators and an elephant. If you want to say that, they also have a Commodore. Yeah, Commodore. The fights over here, fellas. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Commodore. Um, What else they got down there? They got a lot of scary stuff. Rebels
1: that run. They've
2: got a pissed off rooster. Big old. If you've ever been around a pissed off rooster, you don't want to mess with that. Or if you've
1: ever been in Fitz's backyard.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. So uh, chickens are legal in Manhattan City limits. So weird. And we found out you can have a rooster too, which I've, they're not my fence neighbors, but they're. Just two houses away. And so I'm doing radio, and you can hear a rooster in the background. (laughs) Guys, I swear to God, they bought a sheep. I've been hearing these sounds like, is that a sheep? Which I'm pretty sure you can't have. Um, Let's see. SEC, what else you got here? Uh, Well, uh, you've got Texas A&M fans, which is, you know, the Aggies. They're frightening as hell. We are Aggies.
1: I actually don't think that.
0: I think the Big 12 would probably be the first one to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got mythical birds. Yeah, so that's not going to help. Um, we've got a, a small uh,
2: predator cat, um, which, you know, is you don't want to encounter. But if you're going to encounter a wild uh, feline, you're going to pick the bobcat. There's a frog. Uh, but it shoots blood out of its eyes, so I'm going to give a little, little bonus here. Um, a human that lives in a mountain with a mullet and a musket, and a, and the West Texas version of the same person riding a horse,
0: <laughs> and a, and an Oklahoma State version of the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Big Twelve is not. Yeah, no, not they're going to lose. Yeah. They're going to lose immediately.
2: I, even Cal has a damn bear. I mean, so does Baylor, but Cal isn't frightening in any way. But they have a bear. I Stanford think has a tree. The Pac twelve or the Pac twelve would also be terrible. Yeah. In general, like especially they're turns. losing a the bear with the Bruins, and then uh, uh, you know there's a trugen. duck for Christ's sake. Uh, it's, a, it's a it's a duck that skydives, so which is kind of ironic that a duck. Big has
0: Ten, to to a Big Ten might be pretty good. Uh, you got a Wolverine. Huskers. Ugh. True, a corn husker? That's probably well, the worst mascot. You've every,
2: got you've got a corn based one and a nut based one with the Buckeyes. I think true. You just kind of lose right there.
0: But the Wolverine, that's like a. You got a turtle. In the Big Ten? <laughs> oh, Maryland. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah,
2: I'm going SEC every
0: yeah, day. Yeah, SEC, sure. I think. It yeah, gets the uh, cake. All right, last question. Is that, is that acceptable? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to leave. Well, I I'm do. I'm going to hang out with your dogs here all day. Well, you can. We save the best for last. From Big Sam, once again, with your current body type and skill set, what competitive activity is the one for which you are most ready for success? Sumo wrestling for fits. Napping? Yeah, exactly. Well, not even sumo wrestling. A guy would, like, just threaten me and I'd fall out of the circle. So there was also a question about hot ones and also how many wings could you eat in two minutes. I think this is inspired from Hayden Gillum's. Did you see this, by the way? Hayden Gillum went to the Travis Kelsey Jam in Kansas City, and I don't think anybody actually knew who he was, but he like got selected to go up and eat wings on stage, and he like mm-hmm. won the contest. He like <laughs> ate a ridiculous amount of wings in two minutes. It's like 20 wings That's in two minutes. That's my guy! And, like, Way to get it, Rip. Way to go. And TMZ like posted an article, and they were like, man named Hayden Gillum eats huh. 20 wings in two minutes. And everybody's like, uh, are you not going to say
1: this is like Kansas State football player? Have you seen the Adrian Peterson interview? There's, there were some... News reporter asking him about the yeah. story. And they had name? no idea. Adrian it was Peterson. That's what? funny. you never seen that?
0: Yeah, I have, actually. Okay. So I, I say all that to say eating contest. Would you be able to no. Fitz,
1: Fitz wins.
2: No, no. I don't really. I eat shockingly little. I haven't even eaten today. Mm. I haven't had a bite to eat today. And we're at 234. But, of course, my radiation is making me want to throw up right. all the time. Uh Look, I'll be honest here. I graduated high school six foot one and a half at one hundred seventy-five pounds. I came home for Christmas six three two twenty-five. <laughs> um, if I had known I could carry the mass I do, I would have been an offensive lineman. But I never was big enough to be an offensive lineman, and plus I was a I was a wuss. So but plus yeah. you were
1: a plus size
2: plus size i did in my healthy days play a lot of competitive volleyball and i, I every day i'm reminded of that with a bad knee and a bad shoulder mm-hmm. but yeah
1: I've i forgot prob- all about the go power cat softball games soft, we were i
2: i did such a good job as general manager of the go power cat softball team i made myself useless one
0: of my future bosses was on that softball team yep He's good. And I hear about it all the time. He's good. Just ran into some of those
2: dudes. It's funny. uh, The guy that was our shortstop, um, my, my neighbor has been heading up a major construction project in town. Uh, let's put it that way. That is coming to a completion after many years. Uh, and I, I saw our former shortstop. And we ended go power off softball when Eric became old with kids. We're like, okay, the young shortstop now is old with kids, you know, 30-something. But, um, you know, he's beginning to have aches and pains instead of, you know, just diving for every ball and hopping up. Okay, it's time to wrap this up. But I found out Eric works with my neighbor. The whole time he's been working with my neighbor. And, like, they both love each other. It's like, that's just
0: we should start another team. You should be the general manager again. Um, I can get people to do it. And I think you it would just be like a reincarnation of the softball team. I think it would work. We've got this. Gilbert could play. I could play. Zach would play. The the funny thing about Go Cat softball is we eventually – the
2: Purple Pig softball team, which was a former bar that was downtown in the Nagyville, um, they started have they just decided not to want to sponsor the whole thing, so we co-sponsored for a few years, and then we eventually took it over. And it was a beer night softball team, and then we started picking up some guys that you know were good beer night softball guys. They're fun to. It was always about the drinking for mm-hmm. us, but lo and behold, we kept bringing on guys and we became one of the better softball teams in town. And the oddity was almost none of my guys played travel softball while the other teams were all travel softball guys. Like guys that, you know, it's religion. Um, it's just comical how serious some guys <laughs> take this. Um, and I had guys like that, but yeah,
1: no. I'm taking this very seriously. If,
0: if this happens, so I way. would play, he would play Zach would play. I bet Monty would play. Well, he that. would be good. Well, in fact, uh, I, I pulled out, Two of the jerseys
2: we had from the past and I'm gonna hang them up in here somewhere because hmm. I've got a duplicate of the of the purple vest I think it's
0: no the the gray vest well answering Big Sam's question I think softball I could I would be pretty damn good at slow pitch I was a really good pitch slow pitch pitcher like you know, that's a that's a skill set that not a lot of people, people understand. People just think you're throwing
2: the ball up there. And yeah. Not. Um <laughs> quick pitch and um the bailout. The high ball that like it gets
0: too high. Yeah,
2: you see if the umpire will call it right.
0: Yeah.
2: Um yep. Uh and the bailout when you, you throw it over the plate and you go, I'm about to die. You, you're, <laughs> you, I Watch could, your lips. I could backpedal to second base almost as fast. The chuck and duck. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so
0: I, I enjoyed softball a lot. Gil's three-point shooting for you. That's my answer. I'm answering for you. Is that a fair yeah. assessment? Something with basketball. Absolutely. Hmm. Ryan could – Ryan plays at the rec, I've seen him. He gets after it.
1: Oh, hmm. yeah. Everybody wants to be on their team. Okay. Everybody. Not bad. Not bad. They
2: – they clamor like guys probably go out to to see if you're playing. And when you're not there, they go home. Yep. It's just not worth it. Can't play with the best. I don't know. I wish I'd been good at other sports. Like I wish some days I wish I'd grown up in a skiing household, both water and, and snow, but I didn't. Um, I, And, sn- and snow skiing involves two things. I don't like heights and cold. It's kind of like hunting. I've got nothing against hunting, but it involves morning and loud noises. <laughs> Um, both of which are not <laughs> good things for me. Um, I don't know. I just, I just am what I am, Ryan Gilbert. I'm just a—that's why I love you—a big beefy American sex symbol. I screwed that up. It's time to shut this down. Thanks for listening. We appreciate Lucha and Saloon. You're always there for us. In fact, you're going to be there for um, me on Friday. Because what's Friday?
1: Uh, The last day of the week.
2: It's
0: the 5th of May.
1: Cinco de Drinco.
0: Cinco de Drinco. Did you know, before we end this podcast, that um, when the Titanic sank... Yeah, I was 12 years old. Yeah, There was more than just people on board. It was actually carrying a bunch of mayo to Mexico and really oh that's what that is yeah so so when it sank the people of Mexico they just got really sad and going a long ways for this joke and there was a day of mourning the Cinco de Mayo Cinco de Mayo yeah. Ooh, okay on May 5th yeah we're gonna stop now
1: <laughs> thank you for listening to the Power Cat Podcast make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple Spotify Amazon or wherever you get your podcasts PowerCat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com.